as we sit here in middle of July, we just started getting into our hot weather season. And I think people, um, at, at least it feels like, have sort of, um, you know, not really thought about water conservation yet. I mean, water conservation might not be, frankly, at the top of people's mind. Let's face it, we've got a lot going on. And so um, I've got Carrie Aiden from the Regional Water Providers Consortium to talk about uh, how we can manage our water use uh, and save water in the garden this summer because, you know, we live in an area where, let's face it, from now, we're not, we're talking mid-July, from now until, you know, mid-September, we're not going to see a whole lot of water. Thanks for joining me, Carrie. Oh, thank you. It's nice to talk to you today, Peggy. Well, chances are that if you have a yard, it's a place that you're spending more time in these days. And whether you're a gardening pro or just getting started, there are about three things you can do to save water, time and money this summer. Um, One thing is you can periodically check your watering system to make sure it's working correctly. Automatic sprinkler systems often run early in the morning, so it's easy to miss sprinklers that aren't working properly. So make sure you're watering efficiently. And if you are watering by hand, make sure to tighten your hose connections and adjust sprinklers to water plants and not the pavement. Let's talk about another thing. Let, oh, sorry to interrupt ahead. you, Carrie. Let's talk about that for a minute because um, we are spending a lot more time at home. And as I sit on my porch, I, um, I I don't have a sprinkler system, but neighbors do. When is a good time? Let's talk about a few things. When is a good time for folks to use that sprinkler system? And then um, and then let's talk a little bit about you know those those connections and and how people can sort of adjust and troubleshoot, making sure that it's actually hitting the areas that they want it to hit. Sure, um, those are those are great questions. Um, Typically, watering in the morning is the best time. People, uh, especially if it's in the 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. area, people tend to use less water at that time of morning anyway. So the other advantage of that is that your lawn um, won't stay wet overnight, so that prohibits any kind of bacterial or fungus type of growth. So... Um, through the evaporation process, your lawn has an opportunity to go ahead and dry out a little bit and not um, catch those kinds of, of diseases that you can get. And also like black fungus on your plant leaves and things like that. So it's also that's a good time to water. It's also um, like in the heat of the day, water tends to evaporate a little bit more as well. So you're really not getting as much bang for your buck, both monetarily and, and speaking about, you know, correct use of water, right? Correct. That is correct. Watering in the middle of the day um, will definitely increase the uh, uh, trans-evaporation process. So it's much better to water in the morning and then that way the water has a chance to soak in and you don't want to water so much that it's running off of your lawn or off out of your beds either. You want to want to water just enough so that the water has an opportunity to soak into the ground. And we recommend watering less often to help your plants develop stronger root systems. So think about watering twice a week instead of just um, every day. And the consortium has a weekly watering number that you can sign up for at regionalh2o.org. And we give a uh, watering recommendation 
about how much water that you should be using for a particular week, depending on the weather. And you can have that. You can sign up and have it emailed or texted to you for free each Thursday. And that's a great tool because if you're not sure, you know, due to conditions uh, in your area. And is this across the state as well? It's um, specific to the members of the consortium, the water providers that are members of the consortium. So the and you can enter in your zip code. Yeah. And um, because there are microclimates around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And it can give you a really great idea, well, not an idea, a specific number of how much to water your yard each week. And I think that's a great tool that um, I've had a chance to talk to you folks about each each year and, and look at it myself. Um, what other tips do you have for saving water this summer? Well, another one is to skip the fertilizer until the fall so that uh, you don't need to water as frequently. Um, and with the fall weather, of course, it's cooler temperatures. And we recommend that you use a fertilizer in the fall that would be a slow-releasing fertilizer. And also we recommend to mow your lawn less often. Taller grass will hold the moisture in longer between watering. Yeah. And I I just have one little area of grass and we tend to let that go brown each year and it comes up great every year. But, you know, people are spending more time at home. And if you've got little kids who are running around in the yard, you might want your grass greener so that, you know, it's not as crunchy uh, for your kids to play in and your pets to play in. So this year is a little different with that. Some years folks might have just let their lawns go dormant during the summer, but maybe this year because we're spending more time at home, it's not really something that they want to do. Have you noticed, again, I don't have a water sprinkling system, so I don't have experience with it, but are there typical um, troubleshooting areas like, Maybe if you've got your timer set for the morning, maybe one morning, wake up and watch and see what happens. But are there typically things that um, easy mistakes that people can correct at home to to make sure that they're getting uh, the best outcome from their sprinkling system? Yes, definitely. Either turning them on in a time of the day when you can monitor what your sprinkler system is doing Um and then setting the timer back to, you know, the morning hours or what your hour of preference, preferably in the morning or the late evening, we recommend the morning. Um, you can check your sprinklers and they all have adjustments which can affect the flow and the pressure of the sprinkler nozzle. And they're, they're adjustments that you can make easily with each nozzle. And you can just look and kind of see if, the nozzle is set to a point where there's not too much spray going out and it's watering fences and sidewalks and driveways. And once you make those adjustments, you can um, make sure that you have good coverage over the areas that you want and that you're not giving off too much spray Mm -hmm. so that it evaporates in the air or that it's watering things that it doesn't need to water. They're they're fairly simple adjustments. Usually you can do it with a screwdriver. Some of them are self-contained where you can adjust them. It's not just, I mean, not just, and I don't mean to you know, uh, to to sort of make light of it. It's not just saving the water, but it's also, I mean, we're at a period right now where folks are working less, maybe uh, less income is coming in, and it's about saving money as well. I mean, we're all looking for ways to save money right now. 
Um, what about absolutely? What about inside the home? Uh, what kind of tips can you give folks for uh, saving water, conserving water inside the home? Sure. Um, toilet replacement, of course, is a is a big savings. Almost all of the toilets that are out there on the market right now are water sense labeled toilets, and they use 1.28 gallons per uh, flush. And so you can replace your toilet, and a lot of water providers offer a toilet rebate, so you can take advantage of that. Um, You can add um, water-sense-efficient shower heads to your shower, and all you need for that is a little bit of uh, sealing tape and just screw the old one off and screw the old one on. They're very simple products that you can make changes with. Yeah, very Another simple. Thing you can, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say very simple. We did it here at the shower at work, and they're inexpensive to get, and you really don't notice, uh, you know, the water pressure is the same. You don't notice a difference. Yes, they, the um, water sense label products have been tested rigorously over the years. And, um, for instance, the toilets, they, have, they flush much better. The, the showerhead nozzles give a really good amount of pressure spray, so it feels like you're using the same amount of water, but you're really not. Another thing is you can replace um, or add a faucet aerator to your kitchen faucets, your bathroom faucets. So those are all things that you can do that will definitely save you money. Yeah, quick and easy, um, quick and mm-hmm. easy projects to do. Now, in the beginning of this, you know, we saw lots of people go out <clears throat> and buy a lot of uh, toilet paper. They bought, you know, bottled water uh, uh, and, yeah. and other things. And, you know, we are incredibly lucky in the Pacific Northwest in that our water not only tastes good, <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. it's... It's high quality water, and it's always boggled the mind to me uh, to see people buying bottled water. Um, because if you go anywhere else, not anywhere else, but if you go certain places in the country, you can tell the difference, um, and you can taste the difference. And we've got such great water. Um, uh, you know, I, I to me, it, it's it like I said, it boggles the mind. But let's talk about our water uh, in the Pacific Northwest, and and what the consortium does. Uh, for safe and reliable drinking water? Sure. I know that there have been quite um, a few concerns about the COVID pandemic and the safety of drinking water. And um, your drinking water is safe to drink and available. It's a key element to staying healthy and safe during the pandemic. And the 23 water provider members are committed to providing safe and reliable water to their customers every day, including during this time of the pandemic. Water providers are required to meet the EPA and the Oregon Health Authority treatment and water quality requirements and the treatment processes that we use um, to kill, they kill bacteria and viruses such as COVID-19. And it's not a... uh, Waterborne illness it is an airborne illness. So I, I understand people wanting to stock up because there is a lot of unknowns, but uh, it's also not necessarily a bad thing to get bottled water if you would like to start adding it to your emergency kit. Right. Yeah, that, there's always time for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
we have very strict requirements uh, for our drinking water, and it's perfectly safe to drink. And yeah, and so, and yeah. and I want to, you know, my apologies to you and the listeners because we totally we dove right into water saving tips because you know that's important. Again, we live in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. where we have. Uh, we have limited water in the summer and, you know, we are, we tend to be conscious about that, but let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about the regional water providers consortium because folks are hearing us talk about that and, 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 and the title of the group, but who is, and what is the regional water providers consortium that you're a part of? Sure. We provide leadership in the planning, management, stewardship, and resiliency of drinking water in the Portland, Oregon metro region. We're comprised of 23 members and serve Clackamas, Multnomah, and Washington counties. And together, these entities provide most of Portland metro area's drinking water. And we also work with um, emergency preparedness, water conservation, and regional coordination. So we all work together to talk about summer supply. Um, I know that the technical committee is meeting monthly right now to talk about the water supply for the summer. Mm -hmm. During the summer, they meet monthly. And emergency preparedness and conservation and we also uh, talk about regional coordination with communications and uh, share resources there as well. Right, everybody working together um, for the Tri-County region and so the Regional Water Providers Consortium is not for instance my water provider or your water provider but where can folks find out who their water provider is? Sure. Um, at regionalh2o.org, there is a um, drinking water advisory tool, and it asks you who is my water provider, and you can type your address in, and it'll tell you. Yeah. And if folks haven't lived in the Pacific Northwest for a long time, I mean, I've been here for enough time to understand um, you know, water supply. I look at the snowpack in the winter when they're doing the reports on TV, and uh, I'm sort of conscious of that as a now a long time, you know, Portland residence. Uh, and for folks who are new to the area, um, you know, it. When I talk to my siblings who live in the Midwest, where it rains, you know, sometimes every week, and and they get rain throughout the summer, they don't quite get that there's this period of time here where we just don't get much water. And so this year, um, what is our, do you know, can you talk about what our water supply looks like uh, as we enter into the the dry part of the year? Sure. Um, I can tell you that the water providers have been um, proactively planning for more than 20 years to ensure that the region's water needs can be met in the face of a drought or other water shortages. This summer, the Portland uh, metro area water providers are continuing to work closely together to track the region's changing water supplies and are ready to proactively address any issues that may arise due to drier summer conditions. Um, The water supply, water sources, and water treatment methods are different throughout the region and state. So contacting your local water provider to um, ask them about what their summer supply plan would be your most in-depth way of finding out what your particular situation is. But generally, we did have um, a wetter-than-normal June. 
so our um, right now the outlook is good for mm-hmm. the region, and we should have plenty of uh, we expect to have plenty of water even if we have a long dry summer season. However, as a reminder, we don't have water to waste, and we are all asking our customers to be efficient and use the resource wisely. Yeah, it, it is a, a limited resource. Some years it's it, you know it's more abundant than others, but it's always good here. And again, I, I emphasize in the Pacific Northwest to be conscious of water use in the summer um, because, you know, A, you're paying for it, and B, we always want to make sure that the we have a good supply throughout the summer. Now, we're, you know, we all know folks who have um, either lost hours in their job, lost their job, um, and are dealing with so much, um, you know, emotionally, you know, uh, mentally, and, and, you know, financially, where they're struggling to pay bills. Um, what if you if there are folks in the, the region who are having trouble paying their water bill? What can they do? Well, you can count on your water provider being there to help if you're having trouble paying your water bill. Um, they should definitely contact their water provider to learn about what resources they have to assist their customers. Several water providers have um, payment assistance programs or willing to work with their customers in order to help them with a payment plan or work out some kind of an arrangement so that they can get assistance. And we're all very conscientious of um, that issue right now in the region and our, and, that, and that's a topic of discussion that, that the water providers are are talking about. Yeah, the last thing you want to have happen is to have someone's water be shut off. Um, you know, there's enough struggle right now um, for folks. Um, let's go ahead. Sorry, Carrie. Oh, sorry. It's it's essential for the virus. You exactly. need to wash your hands often and make sure that you're keeping hydrated. So we're, exactly. we're very aware of, of, of that and want to really work with people. Absolutely. So I want to, um, again, emphasize that um, the, the fantastic tool, if you haven't used it yet, um, by all means, um, go to uh, regionalh2o.org. Uh, and you can uh, see that uh, tool, the weekly watering number. If you are somebody that waters your lawn regularly, um, check out the wa- weekly watering number. And that way you're not sort of just guessing at what you think your lawn needs for, you know, to, to be healthy throughout the summer. Because that tool is key. And then if folks have any other questions, they can go to your website, Carrie, or they can, and they can look up their water provider. Yes, that's true. And if they sign up for the weekly watering number uh, for a limited time while supplies last, so they're um, giving away a WaterWise plant guide to uh, new recipients, re- excuse me, recipients <laughs> of the weekly watering number. And um, so that's a really nice little guide that uh, it's actually a beautiful guide. It's got all kinds of um, plants that are recommended for water efficiency in your garden. Yeah, and that's a key too. You know, if you have uh, plants that are uh, designated for and, and and native to the Pacific Northwest, I mean, I have a whole area that I don't water all year, 
um, because they've, you know, they're fine. They're used to that sort of, those sort of conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's another great tool to have. And more and more people are gardening. We're at home. We're gardening for food. We're gardening for pleasure. We're spending time in our yard and we want it to look beautiful. So uh, a lot of great tools at regionalh2o.org. Any other tips you can leave us with today, Carrie? Um, get your emergency kit together. Your goal is one gallon of water per person to last you for 14 days. Please contact your water provider if you are having trouble paying your bill. Um, sign up for the weekly watering number. Um, if you don't know who your water provider is, use the lookup tool at regionalh2o.org. And... Um, be safe out there <laughs> and and know that uh, if you save water, you're also saving money. Yeah, that's, I mean, frankly, that, that's the key. Saving money is always a good thing. Carrie Aiden from the Regional Water Providers Consortium, thank you so much for joining me on the phone uh, for these tips. Thank you so much, Peggy. All right, Carrie, that's where that's going to end. So let's go ahead and... <laughs> You know, those uh, green tip scripts, let's go and use those at the bottom. And I'm going to tell you right now, I never get it right the first time. Go ahead and do as, you know, do a couple of takes. I'll let you know when I think we've got a good one. Um, But don't feel like you have to get it perfect the first time. So as soon as you're ready, it's still rolling. So go ahead. Okie dokie. Use water wisely this summer by giving your lawn and garden a deep soak twice weekly instead of watering daily. Get more water-wise gardening tips at regionalh2o.org. Perfect. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you ready for the next one? Go for it. Use water wisely this summer by mowing your lawn less often. Taller grass holds moisture and longer between waterings. Get more water-wise gardening tips at regionalh2o.org. I'm going to have you do that one more time, and only because um, I want you to emphasize taller grass holds moisture longer. Okay. Use water wisely this summer by mowing your lawn less often. Taller grass holds moisture and longer between waterings. Get more water-wise gardening tips at regionalh2o.org. Perfect. Use water wisely this summer by adjusting your sprinklers so they water your plants and not the street or sidewalk. Get more water-wise gardening tips at regionalh2o.org. And I would just do that one more time, slowing down with the second sentence, get more water-wise gardening tips. Use water wisely this summer by adjusting your sprinklers so they, oh, sorry, need to do it again. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Tripped up on that word. Use water wisely this summer by adjusting your sprinklers so they water your plants and not the street or sidewalk. Get more water-wise gardening tips at regionalh2o.org. Perfect. All right. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I think we're set. <laughs> I will oh. um, I will give all this stuff to Torden. I'll set everything up to um, get on our website, and he'll send you folks the links.